Hey guys, welcome to the podcast nobody ever asked for. Today I'm here with my special guest, Bernard O'Brien. Hello guys, it's me, and welcome to the podcast no one asked for. I'm here with my good friend, I'm just happy to be here anyways. So today we have made a top 5 list of stuff, and we're going to be sharing it to you guys. Um, so it's just going to be like stories and things we're ranking. It's going to be fun. So I guess I'm up first. Um, I'm going to be talking to you guys about my first fight. It was in Colorado and there was this kid that like used to always bully me. Just like, and at one point that kid did end up like severely hurting another kid. He pushed him down a flight of stairs and he hit his head. And so I was just done with it, you know? Like, the kid bullied a lot of younger kids. He bullied me, and he was older than me. Um, so at one point, I was at a park with my brother, and we saw the kid, right? He was, like, saying stuff to me, and I just asked him. I was like, bro, if you got a problem, let's fight then. And sure enough, he's, he was down with it. And at that point, we were at the park, and it was just us. And... Um, we started fighting, and the kid made up some stupid rules. He was like, he said, no punching, no kicking, no kneeing, like, like, it was like, basically nothing. And, um, so me and the kid ended up fighting, and I, I just disregarded, his rules are stupid. It's like, it's not a fight without punching. So... I knocked the kid to the ground, like, I punched him in the face, kneed him in the face a couple times, you can ask my brother all of this, it's all true, and it was a pretty, like, well-wagered fight toward me, but the kid was bigger than me, he ended up taking me down one time and punching me in the back of the head, but it didn't really hurt, and then the next day, we had school, and the kid was, like, just running around, being like, oh, Kellen, I beat Kellen up, and then all those people would, like, ask me, because the people didn't like the kid because he was a bully and um and they would like go up to me and they'd be like Kellen did you get beat up by I or by someone I'm not gonna say his name and um and I was like I was like no I, I punched him in the face and he didn't do anything or I punched him I actually like punched him in the face a couple of times and then kneed him in the face and he ended up having like a bloody and swollen lip and stuff and like his teeth were all bloody so, he, like, just completely swayed the answer and stuff, and so, like, the next day at school, it was, like, everyone was, like, asking me about it, and I was, like, no, I just, I beat him up, and, like, they all believed me, so, that was just my first ever fight, and I remember, like, I'd get in there, I'd punch him a few times, and then I'd step back and, like, all right, no, I'm not gonna do this, because I, I've never fought before, and I was, like, nervous, so, yeah, that was my first ever fight. It went toward me, but, um, so yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> and now Bernard's gonna share something. Well, I get that, I guess that's a situation where age is just a number. Alright, it's Bernard and I'm going to talk about the best places to visit in Southwest U.S. Uh... One of my spots is just anywhere in Prescott, AZ. 
Prescott features a lot of peaceful and just overall just nice places to go such as Sholo or Pine Top. They've got good camping spots and they've got a lot of places where you can just relax and get away from everything. My next spot is Albuquerque, New Mexico and this is because Albuquerque is also a peaceful place and doesn't have a lot going on and there's a there's this really cool mountain called Sandia Peak and there's a tram on it and it's just a place where you could get away from everything and no one ever causes trouble there and the other place is Las Vegas Nevada although this place isn't guided towards younger people but it has a lot of a lot of places for adults such as casinos all that kind of stuff and it's a very favored place by many people and I'm going to put the number one spot as a sort of a tie between San Diego and Los Angeles and I'm going to put four factors for which is better in this place first beaches the city and overall density the prices of things and the things to do First of all, beaches, the wind has to go to San Diego. A lot of people feature it for its many places to surf, and many surfers favor San Diego. And it is a more, it's a less dense place for beaches. And the city density overall would probably be San Diego too, because Los Angeles is a bit overpopulated and overpopulation is always an issue. And for the prices, it also has to go to San Diego. Los Angeles is a very overrated place for prices and has a lot of big prices for things for no reason, mostly because many celebrities or famous idols live there. And next is things to do, which probably has to go to LA, such as Disneyland and all that kind of stuff. Hollywood is also where it is and just many more places and that seems to a three to one so it looks like LA takes the L thank you Bernard all right so I'm gonna be talking to you guys you know I'm a pretty I guess you could say I I'm kind of dumb okay I'm just gonna let you guys know that I'm kind of dumb um, I'm gonna be talking to you guys about when I got into, I almost got into a fight with a high schooler, actually, and it was all my fault. <laughs> we were at like, we were at a football game, and there were these two girls, and I said something stupid to them, like really stupid. It wasn't bad; it was just dumb. And she she went and told her brother, who's a high schooler, and happens to be six foot. And as someone who was barely peaking four foot at the time, that was very nerve-wracking, I'm gonna say. And we, I, the guy, actually, I'm gonna fix that, I was barely peaking five foot at the time. And so the guy comes up to me, and he's like, bro, you talking, you saying stuff to my little sister? I was like, no, man, I was just joking. And he, like, got, like, super mad, and, like... I was like, bro, just chill out, and it was so bad, 
because like a whole bunch of people got involved and then the principal of centennial got involved it was it was really bad because the guy was so much bigger than i was and so that happened and then my cousin and brother got involved in it and then it just went to pure chaos and then at one point this guy's uh, my friend my friend told her father and her father got involved in it and everything just cooled down but that was a moment i will never forget and it made me just want to watch my mouth so now i'm just not gonna be stupid except with stupid things <laughs> um uh so i'm gonna let you guys talk to bernard again he's gonna share another thing Alright guys, it's Bernard, and I'm going to review Red Dead Redemption 2's online mode. Online mode in Red Dead Redemption 2 has a very infamous history, as it is very buggy and the players there are very toxic. The game, which came out in October 2018, with the online mode coming out in November, has had a lot of history and a lot of updates. Many of the updates are very, very stupid, as most of them were a bunch of, a bunch of irrelevant stuff. One of them adding socks into it. And then finally, the latest update was when it came out of beta mode. This update is called the Land of Opportunities and has featured a lot of stuff that the players have finally got happy about. The first mission offers you $50 in-game, and then another mission offers you $75, and yet another one offers you 10 gold. Now, Red Dead Online compared to GTA 5's online, GTA 5 wins by a mile. GTA 5 offers way more stuff and the players are like less toxic usually and a lot of people say that Red Dead Online its history is broken and the game used to be broken but now it might be getting better so my overall review of Red Dead Online so far is 7.5 to 8 and it's okay overall as a good western game. Quick disclosure, uh, we, we both think Red Dead's a good game and we do recommend you guys buy it. Anyway, um, right now I'm going to be talking about you guys about top 5 YouTubers that I think are really really good. Um, so at my number 5 spot... I'm probably gonna have to put the Funk Bros. The Funk Bros are known for their scootering, but you know I don't watch them for that because I don't really like scootering. Um, I watch them because how daring they are and how good like their content is, and they're really family friendly. They have gone downhill recently, but they are starting to incline. Uh, number two, I'm probably gonna have to put like a. Like, there's this mon- or not number two, sorry. Number four, there's this, like, montage channel of, like, I don't know what it's called. But they put, like, they put biker, like, 
biker versus cops and stuff. They're, I, I really like to watch those, and it's just interesting. Um, number three, I'm probably going to have to put Walterific. He's really funny, and he just, he just makes good content. It's also a biker channel. And number number two is probably going to be Misfits. They're like, they're really funny. <laughs> they might not be kid-friendly, but they're they're hilarious. Um, and they produce good content, quality content. Disclosure, they're not user-friendly. They're just hilarious. Um, sorry, but I'm going to have to add in there at number four. I'm going to have to add in there Cops. Cops is, like, really entertaining, and I like to watch their stuff. Uh, but at the number one spot... I'm gonna put Tanner. You know I gotta call him by his Tanner Bragnard. His Tanner Brungard. He's he's really funny. His content's really good. He, sometimes he can be cringy, but he's just hilarious overall. And I really like his content. So, so let me know how you guys feel about that. Bernard, tell me some of your favorite YouTubers. Well, I have to agree on cops, but. One of my favorite YouTubers is Ali Law. Uh, he posts a lot of good content, and he does a lot for his subscribers. And yes, he may not be kid-friendly. He does overnight videos and parkour videos, and some of his videos he has gone under arrest. But I think his content is really good, and he does a lot of cool stuff. Alright, uh, this is probably going to be our last subject, uh, unless Bernard wants to say anything, but our last subject is for the guys, it's going to be college football teams. So, this is kind of a hard subject, because the season hasn't started, and it's, there's a lot of elite teams. So, I'm just going to do top six. We're going to start at number six. Mm, it's probably going to be Michigan or Texas. Uh, Michigan is a really elite team, and they're really good, but they're kind of slow. They run things slow. And Texas, they, they're not up there, but they're going up. They're going to be top, top four elite soon. But they're going to be hard. It's just going to be hard to beat. Uh, Oklahoma though so at number at number five I'm gonna put in Ohio State uh, Ohio State is a really elite team with their quarterback and they're just like they run things fast they're also not quite up there but they're going up they're gonna be up there soon uh, at number also, at number five, I'm going to put Notre Dame. Notre Dame is, they do run things slow, and they kind of do have an easy schedule, not to throw shade on the Notre Dame fans, but they, they're they pretty good. They're they're pretty elite. Um, at number four, I'm going to put Oklahoma, obviously. They're one of the most elite teams in the in the CFB, college football. Um, they have CeeDee Lamb, which is a number one wide receiver. Now, there might be a few more, but he is the top wide receiver. They also have 
really elite, um, they also have really elite defense, defensive players, like, Kenneth Murray, people like that, who just, like, run the defense, run the backfield, we have really good cornerbacks, uh, as you can, as you can tell, I'm a really, I'm an Oklahoma fan, um, but we also produce quarterbacks like no other team, we've had two back-to-back Heisman champions, we've had really good players, we have Jalen Hurts right now, which is the number one transfer pick, um, and we're, I, I don't know how we're gonna do in the playoffs, though, we have a chance, but last times, last few times we've been in the playoffs, we've choked, uh, uh, at number three, I'm gonna be putting Georgia, Georgia's really good, and they have a really good quarterback, they're, like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain them, ever since they beat out Oklahoma, they've just been, actually, they've been elite more, more than that, but when they beat out Oklahoma, that was just huge, that was such a big upset, uh, they've just, they've just grown so tremendously, at number two, I'm gonna be putting Clemson, Clemson, tear, what is it, tear, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, he's just an elite quarterback, he's just done so much for their team, they're also really good all around, but Trevor Lawrence is just amazing, you guys already know what number one's gonna be, Alabama, Alabama is just, they're just overall top, like, just huge, they're just, it's so hard to explain how good they're gonna be, and how good they are, they're so, they're just a great overall team, their quarterback is amazing, they have so many good things about them, so, that's my, that's my top play teams, um, just, Tell me what you guys think about that. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me if you guys got any upsets. I just want to hear it. Um, there's going to be many great teams like Oregon. Oregon could be up there. They're underrated. OSU is pretty underrated, but it's hard for the Big 12 teams to, like, you know, move up with, like, even though SEC did have two teams, I don't think they're gonna do that with Big 12, because they're such a small league, they're such a small league, but it'd be hard for OSU to beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship, or Texas to beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship, but you never know, it could happen, anyway, I want you guys to tell me about how you feel about that, if it's good, bad, you know, give me your feedback. Anyway, um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Okay. I got 13 seconds. Or 20, 47. It's not on. Oh, excuse me. I left the thing on. Um, so that was my top, that was my top five list. Bernard had a little bit less, but... I just want to thank you guys for listening. We're probably I'm, we're probably gonna come out with some more. Uh, yeah, that was the podcast that nobody ever asked for. It took a while to record.
uh, about 20 minutes to be exact. You guys check us out on Instagram, Kel Monroe, Lord Bernard. Thanks, guys.